following program is produced by the Align in the Sound team. If you like what you hear, please stick around at the end of the show. To find out more, contact us and contribute towards a positive future. And joining me on the phone from Tasmania is Ula Miefsky. G'day, Ula. How are you going? Hi, Scotty. How are you? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Um, so, we're after, basically, an update on what's happening in Tasmania. Uh, I guess a good place that I always like to start is how they log in Tasmania. Well, um, the logging practices in Tasmania have been compared by a number of people to that of developing nations. It's pretty horrific. Basically, ancient forests are clear-felled, which means that every single tree, every single living thing is removed, and then they're basically fired on by helicopter. And, um, yeah, it's basic, you know, systematic eradication of ancient forests that have been evolving, you know, over hundreds and hundreds of years. So that's the basic state of play in Tasmania with our ancient forests. So here in New South Wales, for instance, we're used to having just one sort of tube mill which really sort of takes the bulk of the wood that gets cut down in the forest. Uh, you got many down there? Um, there's, there's a couple of um, chip mills at the moment. Um, obviously, the pulp mill which has been exploding onto the mainland news is um, another development which we are campaigning against. But um, yeah, over 90% of Tasmania's ancient forests do get turned into wood chips and exported over to Japan at the present time. Mm, and there's big controversy about that new pulp mill, isn't there? Yeah, it's um, it's a massive issue. Obviously, um, in the last three weeks or so, it has exploded into <laughs> um, quite an interesting scenario. Um, for the last, I suppose, year, we've seen the you know fairly explicit erosion of any sort of democratic process here in the state government within Tasmania, and now it has become a massive election issue with um, both Turnbull and Garrett being continually questioned about their stance on this pulp mill and what it means for Tasmania and for Australia's global commitments to you know, combating climate change and protecting biodiversity. Mm, so what's, what's the democratic thing there? Oh, well, basically what happened earlier in the year was the Lenin government fast-tracked a bill through Parliament um, to pretty much allow this pulp mill to proceed, um, Lenin's made it extremely clear that he wants this pulp mill to go ahead. Um, it is quite a complex, it was quite a complicated chain of events, but um, what happened was Guns Limited, the company in charge of, you know, building this pulp mill and destroying most of our forests, pulled out of the RPDC process, which the RPDC, which is the Resource Planning and Development Commission, is in some ways um, sort of well, they're not really independent, but the watchdog of Tasmania. So all developments go through them and they assess as to whether these developments should proceed or not. It was looking like the pulp mill was not going to meet the RPDC requirements and guns pulled out of it, which was very rapidly followed by Lenin fast-tracking a bill through Parliament which would basically allow the pulp mill to be assessed in a you know in, a, in an incredibly shonky and flawed manner. Um, so the Tasmanian government did approve the pulp mill last week in state parliament, and now it's basically left 
in the hands of the Fed to decide as to whether this pulp mill will go ahead. Yeah, right. I see. It's uh, rather shonky, as you said. Um, so who's the guns? Who, who are they? Guns are a very large corporation in Tasmania. They, um, I mean, I suppose there's been a lot of calls lately coming out saying that, you know, it's not really the government, it's the government. And they do hold an enormous amount of power in Tasmania. They're the largest wood shipping company in Australia and they have extremely close and extremely disturbing links with the government in the state and also, you know, with union members and politicians on the mainland. So they're an incredibly powerful and corrupt force within Tasmania. And over the last few years, obviously, they've engaged in, you know, disgusting things like the Guns 20 case where they're basically suing a number of Australian citizens and groups for standing up and speaking out against their outrageous logging practices. Mm, I understand that's now down to the Guns 13. Yes, it's, it's right down. And, um, yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of activists um, on the ground who I work with very closely who are being, you know, still being sued by guns. And in, you know, the last couple of days, um, the World Angel, I'm not sure if listeners have heard about the World Valley and the campaign to protect that, but um, the image of the World Angel, who is Alana Beltran, one of my very dear friends, who protested in March this year in a wonderful angel costume sitting atop a tripod. Um, her picture, it's this incredibly powerful image, was published in the monthly magazine along with Richard Flanagan's article, which was, you know, damning the state of um, forestry in Tasmania. Two days ago, Forestry Tasmania and the police have sued Alana for $10,000, and that has hit the mainland um, news. It is, you know, it's disgusting when citizens who have the courage to speak out against these unspeakable logging practices are, are you know, taken to court and... You know, they're trying to make her pay $10,000 worth of damages. And it, it's just a really disturbing attack on our democratic principles and our right to be able to speak freely about what we think is unjust and, you know, a disgusting situation, as is the case here in Tasmania. Mm. So I understand there's many protest actions being planned. Whereabouts are they? Where's the logging sort of hotspots now? Um, at the moment, I'm a Southern Forest campaigner. The logging hotspots, I mean, obviously, right across Tasmania, there's ancient ecosystems getting obliterated every single day. Um, however, obviously, with limited human resources, we do focus on particular areas. At the moment, in the south of Tasmania, the key areas would be the World Valley, the Styx Valley, um, <coughs> which shot to national prominence prior to the last federal election, and also the Upper Florentine Valley. And, you know, these are all areas which have been recognised by numerous international experts as being worthy of World Heritage status and and they're continuing to be devastated. I mean, earlier in the year there's a, there's a logging coop in the World Valley which, you know, lies within 100 metres or so of the World Heritage border and that was, you know, smashed a bit. So... There are the three main areas, and obviously we're campaigning for other valleys like the Arve Valley, the Picton, the Denison, um, the Wedge, that, you know, the list goes on and on. Mm, yes, it's a, a grim sort of situation. Is there any hope in the election for, uh, for the forests of Tassie? Well, we're 
I mean, the jury's out on that so far. Garrett and Mr Turnbull um, have made it fairly clear that their forest policy is going to be adhering very closely to the Tasmanian Community Forest Agreement, which was put forward as an agreement by Howard and Lennon just prior to the last federal election. Um, at the moment, neither Labor or Liberal has come out with with really anything concrete, with anything positive to Tasmania's ancient forests. And, you know, we've been campaigning very heavily um, and calling on both the major parties, you know, to pull their finger out, really, and to honour their international commitments to climate change primarily and to stop, you know, destroying these ancient forests. They're some of our island's most significant carbon sinks and the continued destruction of them. I mean, it's, it's really a case of daylight lunacy and... And so we'll just have to wait and see. Obviously, the pulp mill has blown up to be a national issue. And the fact that native forests will be used in enormous quantities to feed the monstrous appetite of this mill has been an issue that's been coming out quite strongly. So we'll have to see. But at the moment, it doesn't look like either major party is going to be moving in terms of policy on protecting our public forests, our ancient forests that are continually being destroyed right here in Tassie. Mm, the fight goes on then. Yes. <laughs> uh, so what can us land on the mainland do to help? Well, there's a huge amount of things, I mean, especially at this sort of critical moment in the lead-up to a federal election campaign. Firstly, you know, get informed. There's a huge amount of resources which you can access about the state of Tassie's forest. One of the best places to go is www.hewan.org, which is the website of the Human Environment Centre. That's got an enormous amount of links. And I suppose the best thing at this present point in time would, if you can't come down to Tasmania and, you know, see these beautiful forests and see what's happening to them, then please go and visit your local politician. Write letters and emails to all the politicians you can and, you know, outline your concerns and really push... We need to put so much pressure on these people to, you know, to really to protect these forests because it is, it's not just an issue for Tasmanians, it's an issue for all Australians and it is an issue for the entire globe because, you know, the way it's going with global warming, it's, um, the, <laughs> the destruction of these forests is affecting every citizen of the world. And so, you know, do put as much pressure on your politicians possible. There is a national campaign going on. Obviously there's been events happening in Sydney, in Canberra. There's going to be more national days of action to target politicians to, you know, protect Tassie's forest. So do get informed, write letters, please come down to Tassie if, if you can and um, contact us if you have any questions. There's obviously a lot of details on the hewan.org website and I'm um, we would love to hear from anyone who is interested in, in, you know, working to help protect these amazing, amazing forests. Okay, Yula Majewski, uh, thank you very much for joining us here on Two Double X. Thanks, Scotty. You have been listening to an episode of A Line in the Sound, the podcast made by Co-ops, Commons and Communities Canberra, Co-Canberra for short, the New Economy Network of Australia, or NINA and radio behind the lines from Community Radio 2XX 98.3 FM in Canberra, Australia. Co-Canberra is working towards a cooperative Commonwealth. Our work builds strong communities, extensive commons, and a network of climate cooperatives. 
The New Economy Network of Australia is a network of individuals and organisations working to transform Australia's economic system so that achieving ecological health and social justice are the foundational principles and the primary objectives of the economic system. Behind the Lines has been running for well over 30 years on Canberra's oldest community radio station, 2XX. We do extended interviews with anyone who's trying to make the world a better place. All three are volunteer-run, so if you like what you heard on this episode, join us and become the media. To join up with the New Economy Network of Australia, sign up at neweconomy.org.au. To help out with Behind the Lines, or to help our editing team finish off a mountain of good Australian New Economy info, which includes editing training, contact us at behindthelines98.3 at gmail.com and see 2XXFM.org.au where you can subscribe, donate and volunteer to Australia's only alternative voice, Community Radio. If you're not in Canberra, there's definitely one near you. To help out with CoCanberra, contact us at info at cocanberra.org.au That's C-O-C-A-N-B-E-R-R-A dot org dot A-U or come along to our monthly meetups, which we share with Nina Canberra Regional Hub, where we explore any and all aspects of the new economy. Find out what we're up to at cocanberra.org.au. And finally, if you want to help fund me, Scotty, to go full-time with this and lots of other related work, look up LiberaPay, L-I-B-E-R-A-P-A-Y, and search for Community Supported Scotty. From there, you can find out about all my other projects and donate to help create a new, appropriate economy. Thanks.